mic up the highway. I want to ride it all night long. Arizona, we're coming for you. We're coming and we're coming hard. It's Mike of the Halo. Hey yo. It's Jacob and Tyler. Here for you as always on a beautiful Thursday, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Jacob, how the hell are you? Doing well. Doing well. It's getting hot. WBC is here. Spring training in full swing. I love that pun. Uh, everybody seems to be excited about it. How are you, Tyler? Start with that. I am fantastic. I'm excited for this trip. If you couldn't tell by we're leaving all the innuendos that we lo- that we dropped here uh, at the beginning of the show. We are headed to Arizona to watch some spring training games, to watch some World Baseball Classic games, and it's going to be a great time. We're really excited. Everything's officially booked now. We are last minute planners. I mean, we had this plan, but we kind of pulled the trigger last minute, which we have now done. So tickets secured. We have accommodations, as they say. I think that's what travelers say. Um, I'll definitely pack an hour before we leave. That's just how I do it. Although I'm not going to bring much. It's just a couple days, right? Not too bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ivan, how are you? Are you excited to go your first time to spring training? You got to yep. be got to yep. be hyped. I'm doing fantastic. I'm pretty excited too. I haven't been out there. Um, and then on top of, you know, spring training, World Baseball Classic, I haven't done that either. So, you know, it's it's I'm I'm excited. I don't think I'm going to sleep tomorrow night, honestly. Oh boy. I'm going to sleep. Ivan's first time. He's getting his spring training cherry pop. Jacob and I and Ivan are getting our World Baseball Classics cherry pop for seeing yeah. it in person. Definitely the first. Ready to catch time. two games in one day, folks. Uh first game being Mexico versus Colombia. Colombia and then the second game America versus Great Britain, USA, USA, USA. Yep. We'll bring the tea. Uh I think it's not two great matchups, you know. I think Colombia Mexico is a pretty good matchup. I understand, you know, they may not throw the best lineup out there for US against Great Britain. You never know. I think they want to make sure to get the win there. So, you might see Trout DH or something. I don't know. Um, we'll see how they go about it. Mark DeRosa, I think is going to be an aggressive manager for this. I think he's really This is his job interview essentially for a big league managing job. I think he's wanted it for a long time. I used to hate him. Kind of coming around. I think I seeing him in the dugout, I'd be happier than seeing him on TV. Something about his just constant TV face, you know. Yeah, I'm used to seeing him on TV mostly or like in a MLB The Show ads. Yeah. Streams. Impractical Jokers. He was on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. But no, I, I just, I don't know. I think he's going to really be pushing to to win this thing. And other countries too, because I think... More so than Americans, even man, these guys are playing for their country. I mean, that's where they they started playing the game. A lot of these guys, especially you know, I think of Japan. I think they're a really big juggernaut in this. Uh, I don't think we did picks last time, at least for this uh, for this outline. I didn't have it, so let's go with picks. I'm going Japan. It's my my hot take. I think Japan wins this World Baseball. We're a little late. We're one game in, but we can make picks. They're taking it all home. That's I'm going Japan. Think? Yeah, I think so. I think they were a really good shot. I'd I'd like to say Japan, but. I really feel like the DR is going to come through and absolutely slaughter That's, everybody yeah. in their path. I mean, just, all, these are all great lineups, by the way. You have the best of the best from each country coming out, showing everything that they got out on the field. But I think the DR has just got that slight advantage over everybody else. I think they're going to take it all the way home. Okay, so then let's do this. I gave Japan as my, like, kind of i don't want to say obvious but my big pick i think they're gonna win dr obviously is the vegas favorite everyone's favorite good pick though betting man ivan you'll make your pick and then maybe give a, a sneaky team that could do it maybe that you'd like to see that maybe isn't on the list you know we have japan u.s all that who you think's gonna win ivan who's gonna take this uh, one? i don't know rooting for usa screw it you're rooting for, okay Going yeah i mean that's i think those are the top three i think we got japan dominican republic and, and u.s as the top three so Great I'll give picks. that sneaky pick. Okay. Um, there's this team from the Czech Republic mm. with a bunch of working class citizens. I mean, you got teachers, you got construction workers, you got a whole mixed bag of individuals on this team that have the opportunity to compete against the world's best players. And that would kind of be a Cinderella story to just see these guys yeah. who play baseball i'm sure from time to time but it's not their main occupation like some of the folks that we're going to see here in the world baseball classic like mike trout shohei um manny machado those kind of individuals you know that get to play it for six months out of the year sometimes more if they go to the winter leagues i think the adrenaline for them will be flowing 
I think that could be good and bad, being able to play against these guys. If they play the game enough, they know these names. I mean, they don't have too much baseball in my that I know of to follow over there. So, no, yeah, you're right. That's a good pick. That's the real Cinderella story. I mean, that's the that's the just get in yeah, and like run if, it. I if mean, our big three get knocked out, I'm you're rooting for them. Czech okay. Republic's still in there. Let, let's do it. Nice. Let's, let's okay. See him run it. Run they're, it forward. They're a good hockey team. They're like a top five hockey team always. You know, they're not the big three, but they're they're always up there. So they they know their sports. Very small population. So it's definitely kind of how it goes. But yeah, all right. You have a sneaky pick. Do you have a, a country? Uh, I, I don't know honestly. I don't know who would be my sneaky pick. Uh, Somebody that doesn't sound like they'd win. That Czech Republic sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, from what you guys are telling me. So oh boy, yeah. the working class, the blue collar boys let's, here. Let's go, man. Video. Let's go. Who are you rocking with, Jacob? Uh, I had a couple. I wanted to say Italy, but I think that's too far. I'm gonna go more realistic. I'm gonna go Mexico. Okay. I think they have a good shot. They have the best pitching, I think, maybe, or some of the best pitching. Um, at least from these sneaky teams, you could say. They definitely got a lot of good arms. I mean, our very own Patrick Sandoval competing with Team Mexico. Yeah. He'll be starting against USA uh this Saturday. Do we so know who um, sorry to cut you off. I don't know who we're seeing on Saturday for Mexico. Did they say? They had to because if they uh, said Sandy for game two, unless that was the Angels who said Sandoval for game two. Maybe I think it was the Angels. Or... Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if they have a set starter for that um Saturday game. Be. I don't know why I can't think of their I don't know. It's somebody better than Sandoval then at this point, but Colombia, it's like no, probably not. You know, um, Korea, it's another one that's like a maybe. I'd like to see Korea go far. Um, I know back in the day they they had a a good game against Japan when Japan won their World Baseball Classic. So you know, you never know. You never know. You have no idea what's going to happen. One thing I really love about this World Baseball Classic, they're playing with classic baseball rules. No pitch clock. Yeah. No expanded bases. No extra innings rules. Like this is this is as authentic of baseball as you can get. They're playing the game. Yep. They're playing the game the right way. It's kind of like when I keep going to it. It's like when hockey goes to the Olympics. They get rid of a lot of the NHL rules and they expand the rink. It's bigger. It's it's just more natural feeling. That's what this is. People complaining that it's slow. I think you mentioned that earlier. That's that's a bit much. I mean, we just watched this game last year, so and for years before that. So how are you already complaining about the tournament being that way? Plus, it's bizarre. It's the tournament. Let's make it last as long as we can. I mean, let's those two a.m. games. I want them to be going when I wake up, so I can see the end. You know, I get up at five. I can catch the end of it. I, I don't know what it is like nowadays. We're we're appealing to a group of people that aren't the biggest of baseball fans we're trying to make it more palatable for them yep which is subsequently ruining it for a good amount of baseball fans that already enjoy the game as is it's tough i feel like this game should be savored enjoyed in every sense that it could be and we're kind of just trying to rush through it as fast as possible the fact that i saw tweets last night saying like i i wish that the world baseball classic had a pitch clock because this is going on for way too long come on it's a bit much uh, what you just said there really struck with me, and we won't get into it, or maybe we will. It's like politics, man. It's like a politician trying to get elected where they're ignoring their base and changing their foundations of what they believed in to try to get other votes from the, the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're trying to reach out to baseball fans that, yeah, growing the game is important, but I think you could start with marketing it better. You could start with, I think it was talking baseball, give them a shout out. They said break the game down more. Like, understand how hard it is to hit a pitch and explain that to kids and that's how it's like one in whatever chance to hit the ball and how it's the hardest thing in sports there's other ways to do it than speeding it up especially in this way but it just made me think of it it's like it's literally like somebody trying to get elected that's changing well i don't feel that strong about this issue anymore so hey you know maybe i'm not so bad you kind of just move on from it whatever and then people that have stuck with you the whole time true fans of the game like ourselves i would say are kind of getting ignored in a sense there might not actually be like a payoff here no i don't i don't see the payoff being bigger i think you're gonna lose as far as viewership increasing with like these supposed like new fans yeah i just then again it's like we still watch so do people still watch anyway and just complain i mean i they're gonna take the umpires away from us we won't be able to complain about them so do they want to give us other things that's something i'm okay with though that's that's we're gonna have such a big disagreement on that when that comes i can't wait for season four or five whenever probably season five is gonna be my guess for us if we keep rolling a couple years it won't be next year you know i'm i'm switching my pick to mexico hey for the sneaky pick yeah babe okay yeah they have a good lineup do you have their staff their rotation in front of you their pitching rotation yeah uh, or their pitchers see. in general 
yeah, they got oh, Run they got a some pretty big list. Uh, let's see. Jaime Arias, uh, Rubio Armenta, uh, Jesus Cruz, uh, Adrian Martinez, Oliver Perez. Uh, Oliver Perez, really? Yep. That guy's old. Uh, Oliver Perez. You're gonna find that ancient. young and old. Like... He is uh, 1981. Was his birthday? I remember seeing him in the playoffs for the Mets a long time ago. It's 42, 43. Uh, Patrick Sandoval no, is in there. Julio Rios. Oh, uh, okay. I, that's who's going. Yeah. We're gonna see Urias game one, boys. That's wow. who it is. Jose Urquidy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see Urias, man. I just hurt myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, oh, Urquidy. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a yeah. solid. I mean, just those last three right there tickles my pickle a little bit there. I mean, I knew they Oliver were, yeah. Perez too joining the joining the squad. I didn't know that. I knew his pitching was a strong suit. I mean, they have a decent lineup, I think. But yeah, I don't know. Just kind of like it. Love the uniforms too. Looks great. Um, excited to see them on Saturday. Any uniforms you guys have seen that you think uh, this isn't it? Uh, Team Canada. Team Canada. Team yeah, Canada. let's talk about that atrocious. Um, man, just swinging a miss. Pun I mean, intended. The, I don't know how you you mess up the lettering on the front of the of, of the jersey. It, it's it's small. You know it, what I? It looks like it was meant to to be fit for a little league player, but then you ordered the extra size up or something. And oh, you got it from just, Etsy or something. Yeah, you know, or, or, or DH Gate. But hey, shout out, they're actually pretty decent sometimes. <laughs> uh, Thirty bucks. Um, yes, it looks horrible. What I think they need to do with baseball, and some may disagree, but for things like this, especially uh, All Star games, special occasions, special jerseys, whatever. First of all, wear more of them. This four jersey limit. Let's just for one minute. Why? Why? If teams want to throw do a throwback night on a Saturday to sell more tickets and it brings in revenue and they sell cups with the old logo and they yeah. sell, I love that shit. I kind of have a question about that. So does that mean throwback nights are no longer Yes. Wow. Yep. So if you're having a throwback night it has to count as one of your so like the Marlins this year, they're doing oh, like five throwback nights their, for the teal. Yeah. The teal jerseys in the mix. So okay. they're getting rid of their uh I don't know, one of them and then the Mets as well. The Mets are getting rid of the like the blue one with the orange. Oh, okay. They're just doing the black, the road gray, the white, and then the pinstripe. Pinstripe white. Okay. So they, anyway, some teams are ditching. That's ridiculous. I know. It's craziness. Wow. Like, why put a limit? I could see if you not in New Jersey every night, but yeah, I mean, nobody's going to do that. So, um, But back to what I was saying, we need to get to a little mod modifications or modernization, I guess. You don't always have to put the script across the jersey. I know it's baseball and it's always like that skinny letter in Canada, right? For example, put a logo on there. Put the maple leaf and put Canada under it, like a circular or the you know the maple leaf in the center, and make it like a a, a tri like a three button or like a quarter button. What do they call it? You know, like it doesn't have to button all the way down. I I know what you mean. And some say that it looks like college or it looks like high school, but if you do it up nice with a nice collar, with the stripes, you know, the nice piping on it. Let's oh the collar on those, Jesus. That's yeah. the worst part. I think that's worse than the letters. Though that piping on the collar, that's horrible, man. So I think they need to get to some kind of thing where you can do a logo for countries that have like a sick flag or something like Japan. Yeah, that'd be cool if you just did the flag on there with like some other stuff. I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree, but I think we can get away from the traditional like athletic, you know, gym class looking jerseys that they have now. It could be this this new Nike takeover with the. Uh... With the MLB jerseys that they they can only do so much and yeah I guess know, I, I don't know it's not in, in their pockets to fulfill all these demands of the different variations of jerseys that they, that they can make plus doing throwbacks on top of that it's probably not in their in their pay it's, yeah to, too much to I accommodate guess. fair enough we we can be wishful thinking I mean at Angel fans we already have enough complaints about our jersey situation but. Speaking of the Angels, uh, one of our favorite Angels, Shohei Otani, just absolutely ripping nukes out there in Japan Ooh, in their boy. exhibition games. Two in the same game, one of them from a knee. I, I don't know how, how much more impressed you could be with the guy. The, the follow-up home run after that was, was just an absolute piss missile to <laughs> the edges of the galaxy. There are arguments out there that I saw saying that it's not that impressive, the knee thing. Like going down to one knee, it's not like they hit it on one leg. And, and they'll find anything to say like it's not and it's not a matter of hitting it on one leg if you've ever swung a bat and had to do that or usually it's because you swing and a miss at a fucking curveball you know that you, you you whiff on but that just means you have the balance and control to follow through with the swing while going down and, and catching yourself at the same time 
and maybe you're not that more impressed by it, fine, but you don't have to say it's any less impressive. I mean, my God, what if he did that standing up? It's still 400 and whatever feet. Like, I don't know. Man. I'm sure anybody that said it's not impressive hasn't ever hit a home run in their life in a major oh. league ballpark. Take maybe, him to maybe the not even a little league ballpark. Yeah, to, to do it on a knee, I, I don't know how you could say it's not impressive. I, I think it's just the the Angels hate. That's always constant. If it's Aaron Judge that hits it from a knee, then it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Oh Whereas yeah, if it's Mike his, Trout his or anybody else. On the the yeah, exactly. I don't know. You'll catch those guys in the fifty mile an hour batting cage just swinging out of their shoes. But yeah, I mean. Let's get, let's get into, into some more Angels talk. This is an Angels podcast, by the way. Mike up the Halo. We've been talking a lot about the World Baseball Classic. We're just so excited. We're excited. It's, it's actively going on. It's only going to be around for another 13 days or so. So we're really happy to uh, be able to experience it this time around. They were going to have it during COVID, or it was supposed to happen during COVID, but unfortunately, COVID happened, so we weren't able to experience that. I'm not mad about that. I'm mad it took three years to figure it out Yeah. after that, but because now you have players that have missed out. You know Albert yeah. would have been in it. Kershaw, yeah, probably would have been in it. This whole insurance issue, they're not they're not going to cover him if he goes and gets injured. And that's crazy to me too. Yeah, but. that's got to suck, dude. You you want to represent your country your whole life, something out of your control happens, and then like Kershaw does have an injury history, but nothing that's really kept him out for an entire season. No, and what are you going to do? Like, I I mean, I think it's because of the Dodger situation. We won't get into that as much as Ivan wants to. Um, they have some issues with the pitching. They have some issues in the infield now as well. So we'll see what happens with them trying to keep afloat. Everyone's already talking about them being behind San Diego. The season hasn't even started. I don't buy that. I just don't. I think it's tough to bet against them. But that's for around the league maybe at the end of this. Let's go to the Angels and get into some feedback that we've seen. We haven't watched too much. I don't think any of us. Tyler, you may have watched I've been watching a few games a lot, here and yeah. there. I've got some stuff to say soon. So we'll go with the pitchers. Uh, just kind of who we thought has been pretty good real quick on Anderson, Tyler Anderson, good first start. He looked really solid. I did see most of that. Uh, he looked pretty good. Stuff was moving deceptive the way he throws the ball. I don't know. I I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know, like the thing with Tyler Anderson, it's, it's one of those like 50, 50 or scary situations where you have the guy that was okay to kind of leaning towards not okay throughout most of his career and then he finds a team that's able to help him figure his shit out. In this case, it was the Dodgers. And you see, it happens sometimes where players go to the Dodgers and they're able to just figure it out. They got a good coaching staff, a good development team over there in L.A., across the street, 30 miles up the five. Um, and he was able to have a good season last year, a, a very good season, to the point where he, he was a hot commodity out there on the free agent market. We got him. Happy for that. For a good deal. Now it's a matter of if we're able to re replicate that for the next couple of seasons and see if he's able to maintain that success, which something, I hope that's what happens. Yeah, same here, but the only reason I would bet against it is something that we haven't talked about much, is that is uh, the pitching coach is still Mr. Matt Weiss, Mr. Weiss. The interim pitching coach that became the permanent pitching coach that became the pitching coach that will never leave. Um Hey, we had a good rotation last year. Got to give him props for that. In spite of him. In spite of him. That's what I would um, say. And yeah, like I, obviously I prefer someone different, maybe someone more qualified, maybe someone that shouldn't, like someone that's an interim person, maybe shouldn't continue to be your pitching coach. But hey, this is the situation that we're in. Regardless though, I mean, so far this spring, we've seen a lot of good results from our pitching staff with the exception of a couple folks who we'll talk about in a minute but a lot of these guys have been doing pretty well i know it's only spring training i know we'll see if that translates in the regular season but so far so good maybe matt wise might not be so bad we'll see if he can if he can pull himself together i don't know how much of it was his fault but i mean last year they did well the second half maybe it was on him maybe phil nevin's giving him a little more control madden could have been down his neck who knows i mean i've heard some not good not so good jesus not so good things about Joe um, since the firing. So I don't know. I think they're probably a little looser in there, believe it or not. I feel like he was kind of that on-the-surface, loose, fun guy, but maybe in the locker room he was a little bit different. Yeah, you got that quote from Rendon that said, like, I don't want to say anything bad because then you're going to twist it yeah. to say that I'm talking shit about Joe, but Phil keeps us more accountable. 
So you're basically talking Which, shit about uh, Joe. That was just the weirdest thing to, yeah. say, to say that and then go on to continue what you were going to say. Yeah, so that could be part of it. We'll give him a, another chance. I don't mean to go too harsh. It's, it's early, but uh, a couple guys we know are going to be good that look good. Uh, Sandman, Patrick Sandoval, which we'll fantastic. see. And then uh, Otani, of course. That guy is pretty good. Uh, let's see. I, I, have, I, I heard he hit like a home run off his knee. I don't think it was yeah, that no, impressive, dude, man. Somebody it, talked it, about that on a podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Is that this? That's the same guy. I think a lot of the a lot of people listen to that podcast. Who knows? Yeah, bring him on. Uh, I snuck this this guy this gentleman in there uh, after a performance that he had yesterday. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, then it was a couple days ago. But Tucker Davidson, Tucker, will be acquired from the Atlanta Braves. I looked pretty solid the spring training. His K's are up there. Runs are down. Career wise, he hasn't had very much success. He has gotten the opportunity to pitch in the World Series, which is nice. Won the World Series with the Braves. Good for him. Uh, he's only 26, though. And I think there's a lot of untapped potential for Tucker Davidson. I think if he sticks around with the Halos, hot take, I think he'll he'll have a better than mediocre season. I wow, think okay. I think he'll be above 500. I think his ERA might even be in the high to mid threes. Where do you see him slotting in? Uh, probably five. Maybe he could even be the six. The six guy. So you think he has a legitimate shot at that now? It's they got to give him a, give him a chance. It's this, possible. This uh, spring training, we got to see more. I'm in. I'm in because he fits the bill. I mean, it's like Sil Seth. Also, let's just jump. We'll jump down here because to me, they're kind of competing right for that spot. Yeah, I mean the the only reason why I would want Sil Seth to end up being the sixth starter is for the sake of having another righty in the bullpen or in the rotation because yeah. there's just no righties in this rotation with the exception of Shohei. So I'd like him to figure it out. He did have a good performance today, uh, five strikeouts and in three innings, only allowed one run, calmed down significantly from his last start. So I'm happy to see that. Would love to see more from him this spring training, which I think we will definitely see considering the amount of absentees from the team. Right. But yeah, uh, between the two of them, either one can can take it. I, I don't think it's going to be uh, Berea or there is somebody else or Canning. Oh, maybe I, I I don't know. I think Canning might get pushed to the bullpen, which is fine too. Which is fine too. Speaking of bullpens, some guys that look pretty good. Uh, ben Joyce, flamethrower. He looked pretty impressive. Have you uh, seen the look in Ben Joyce's eye? Oh, it's death. It's like he, Max Scherzer style. Crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. He Psychopath. looks insane. Patrick Bateman guy i like sure it. yeah <laughs> joyce uh johanathan diaz love uh, that's pretty good yep like him a lot kind of forgot about him a little bit over the off season yeah forgot about some of these back-end bullpen guys always worried about was losing rice still i just kept thinking man we don't have that but uh we'll get we'll get moving on uh let's see austin Where warren's been making a comeback oh yeah he's been yeah, doing solid during spring training i've watched a few of his outings Listen to some feedback from Matt Weiss himself and Phil Nevin on how they feel about Austin Warren. I think he's going to crack this this bullpen easily. Kind of expected. It, it was expected, but there was a point last season where it was like Austin Warren's not the same Austin Warren, and we might have to let. He got he got released or DFA'd, right? And thankfully, we were able to pick him back up. So that was a good thing. That's so weird how that works. Yeah, like hey, we don't want you, but hey, come back. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, if, if another team wants you, then cool. But if the Halos want you, then, oh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, he's trying to earn the job. I like it. Um, the other W here, Andrew Wance. Andrew Wance like pants. I Wance you to be in the bullpen. He's very good. He's a solid guy. Again, uh, a young guy, too. He hasn't been – he's only been in the league for two years. Very minimal amount of opportunities given. I think he'll definitely get a real shot this year especially if other members in the bullpen are succeeding. I think he's the guy that they're going to go ahead and plug in there uh, and potentially high leverage situations. And speaking of high leverage, we move on to Jose Quijada, who's obviously a high leverage guy. Saw him perform in very key roles last season. I think that'll continue this year. He's also in the World Baseball Classic. So we'll see him back once that's over. He gets mad at himself, which I like. If he messes up a pitch or loses a batter, kind of gets up an account and then gets down and he gets pissed off. I kind of like to see that. I just like his swagger. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's got just, it. Yeah, he's just I, 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 I like that there. about him too, actually. I like seeing him. He's dragging his dick on the mound, you know. Yeah. I like that he throws 98 too. 
Yeah, that's always nice. Sweet. Um, that's pretty much it for the good. We have some guys that need some work, but have looked okay. And surprise, surprise, it's the guys making the most money, or at least most of them. Um, Canning, we mentioned. You know, I think he still has a shot at that sixth spot. I really do. I he think does. He it, give him he, some more time. He didn't do terrible in his first outing back. I mean, considering you missed the amount of time that you missed, and you a, a back injury, a, a fractured back. Take it from me. It sucks. Back it's, shit. It's that's terrible. Awful, man. And then and then you're you're a pitcher on top of that. Like, huh. Yeah. So worst thing to probably get hurt other than your arm, you know, legs is bad too, but it's like your back is so key to everything in baseball, but pitching especially. Um, Jimmy Hergett. Now I put him in the okay category. You may argue there. He could be considered good. He just, you know, he gives up hits. He, if he does miss his spot, it's a very hittable pitch because it's 75, 78 miles an hour. So I think he just has to kind of locate, you know, make sure the glasses are tuned up and, uh, Get those socks up high, baby. I like I I like him out there. I do. I just kind of being hard on him because of how good he was last year. Um, I give him the benefit of the doubt, given that at spring training, guys are still trying to tune themselves up. A lot of diff- a lot of guys have different off season regiments, and maybe his just requires a little bit more playing time out on the field. Yeah. Whereas others are able to do some stuff independently and figure it out. It's all good. We still got. At least three three more weeks before yeah. we get to the to opening day, I think he'll be he'll be dialed in by then. These other two individuals, though, I don't I don't know how much more time you can give them. Uh, I don't know how much more money we can give. <laughs> I don't them. know how much more money we could spend yeah. on on them and hope for the best. But uh, Aaron Loop, uh, the Riddler. It's it's crazy because when he did come to the team, <laughs> this is almost a Tyler Anderson situation. Yeah, He's a lefty. He just got off a career year. Sub one ERA, wasn't it? Sub one ERA, one of the best in the bigs. And then he comes to the Halos, and it's the exact opposite. I mean, he was decent to start. I think we underused him at the start, thinking that we could save him. And then when we really needed him to be clutch, when it was like, we're still in this, but we're kind of falling off, Trout gets hurt, that whole May-June era is when he just shat the bed, man, completely. Very hittable, lefty, tries to be deceptive, but it doesn't always work, doesn't throw hard. It's all about location. If you can't do that, it's it's hittable. So, I don't know. Up in the air. Loop-de-loop. You move on to Ryan Tapera, and Tapera seems like this guy who, uh, I don't know, like he, he seems like he he's like angry on the mound. Looks like he, he could just like look a hitter down, make them scared, snarls yep. at them even. But Ryan Tapera, I mean, I, I don't know what more he'll have to do to figure it out. Sometimes he's great. Sometimes he just doesn't have it. Uh, spring training, he de- he definitely hasn't had it so far. So who knows? It, does he make the team? It, I is think he guaranteed he money team. this year. Yeah, I think he is. I think he makes a team. I just think I, he looks like he pitched in two thousand one, doesn't he? Like an old school guy, baggy uniform. Give him a goatee. You I know? can see it. I can see like an old school guy, which I usually am kind of a fan of. Mean on the mound, stare him down, like you said, Max Scherzer kind of yeah mentality he, he looks like he that that's how he should be but he's he does not comparing them at all not, yeah. i'm just you know what is that like a all bark no bite sort of that's how he is yeah scherzer is all bark more bite i guess i mean the guys backs it up you know to para right, like, to para i mean yeah he talks shit and then remember the astros stuff and then just doesn't go out there and yeah back it up so uh we'll see We'll see. It's up in the air. He could turn it around. I'm not. I'm not completely against him or Loop. I think they oh, could yeah. both turn it around. Anybody that we talk negatively about, it, anybody could turn it around. Uh, Unless well, your name's Joe Adele. Well, there's three more here in the bad category that I'm not so sure about. One of them I'm, I have kind of high hopes for. One of them I think is Dunzo. Okay. But we'll we'll start with the the decent Carlos Estevez. Your thoughts? He has not looked good. Spring training again. Uh going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I'll tell you this. Um, the speculation is that he'll be the main closer for the Halos. I don't think we're going to have a main closer this year. That's the whole thing. It'll be some yeah. sort of closer by committee bullshit or whoever's just best in the situation. Whoever's rested because we're going to be using the bullpen like a motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. I think it could be Quijada. He's got a shot. He's got a shot to do it. Yeah. Hard thrower. Uh, 
one thing that we were talking about before the podcast started. You got a hard thrower and a starter. Go to your middle relief guy, sixth, seventh, eighth inning guy that throws a little bit not as hard, like Jimmy Herget, and then you go right back to the gas in the ninth inning. Like that. Tejada could definitely be that guy. Estevez, we'll see. Did uh, did we talk about uh, Reed Detmers? Oh. Uh, no. He, he would be in the good category. We, the talk, good category. we talked more about him last, last week. Last week, yeah, because okay, the start was before. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. obviously solid. I, I think Reed will have a good year. Hard thrower. We're throwing up in like 95, 96 yeah. range already. So. I think he's got that four spot yeah. locked up. Love that. Um, let's go. Let's go right for it. Jaime Berea. I had a rant last week, folks, about Anthony Rendon. It's time for Jacob's rant here about Jaime Berea. Take it away, buddy. Sir, I don't have time. There's not much to say. It's all in the performance, man. It's just not there. A couple things. You argued, I think, mostly that it's like innings eater. He was put in bad situations. Some of the same bullshit you said about Steve Ciszek. You know, it's, it's kind of that vibe I was getting. Like, give him a break, give him a break. He's gotten his breaks, man. It's just it's just not going to happen. I mean, I think they see that now. There's just too many guys ahead of him. I'm not even saying this because I don't like him. I'm saying it because it's just happening. You know what I'm saying? There's too many guys ahead of him. So he's getting lit up. You're right. Anybody could turn it around. So I don't want to say completely. Currently has an 18.0 ERA. See? Totally can turn it around. I'm just saying I want to point out that that's a very limited amount of innings. And that ERA is very misconstrued. If you were to see that play out in a full season, it'd probably be closer to like four and a half, five, which is still really bad. No, no, no. I agree. That's maybe last year on the Angels, that's like where we were at. But the guys we mentioned, kind of like, I don't know. So I I like that you made the Steve Ciszek comparison because Jaime was not bad last year. They both had good numbers. Jaime pitched 79 in the third innings with a 2.61 ERA. The thing that I'll give you, though, is his FIP was pretty bad. 4.39, that's close to being pretty poor. Piss poor. So that could mean that there were two runners on. Most likely. When Those he came the situations in. that happened. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think if he pitched, it was it was either a spot start or it was a blowout. Right. And so he's, he's coming in no used to being a to starter. Yeah. Another thing I'll give Jaime, he's also only 26 years old. Fair. There's time for him to figure it out. Whether that'll be with the Angels, I'll say no. I don't think that's going to happen. I think. uh, So so you think these guys had like bad luck when they came in to pitch during their games? It's not that it's bad luck, Ivan. It's uh, it's just that when they get brought in, Uh especially like if it's the second, third, or Uh fourth inning, they didn't expect to go in that day at that time. Okay. And because of that, and because he's a starter and he's coming in as a reliever, yep. it's a completely different process of getting ready for the game. You have to like, it's a complete like mm. advancement, uh-huh. accelerated version of warming up, getting yep. out there and hoping that you have the same stuff that you would if you had yeah. your full amount of time to get ready before yep. a game. He doesn't even have his cup on, you know, like if you feel, oh, hey, you're going in an inning. It's like, okay. Also, the inherited runners situation. So when he does come into the game, there's probably nobody out and two runners on. Yeah. And if those runners come in, somebody gets a hit and those runners come in, those are charged to the previous pitcher. So that doesn't reflect on that, was it, 261? Right. It doesn't reflect on that 261. Now, what I will say, if the numbers look good, other GMs don't watch the Angels. They don't know the inherited runner situation. They know 261. So say, hey, that's worth this much. And he's 26 years old. Yeah. And then just whisper to them when you shake their hand, don't put him in with anybody on. <laughs> just give him, just give him a little heads up there. But the deal's done. The two six. I mean, think about it. You can get what a couple hitters for that. Yeah, if you need I mean, them. It, it just, sure. we don't. But it's like you know what I mean. Or so, t- take an older pitcher that does better. Something like that. Give him a younger guy that yeah. has potential. Right. Berea and potential. Adele. Yeah. Oh man, the pack. Berea, Adele, and Fletcher. Hey now. We're getting an ace. We have to retain half of Fletcher's salary. That'd be the deal. No, that that would not happen. That, that they, they wouldn't such, do that. It's such a low number that they'd be like, "Fuck it, we'll take it." If it's a package deal like that, you're probably right. They would just say, "Okay, we'll take him. He can bunt." 
But yeah, that, that's the pitching we wanted to look at, give you an insight on uh, our opinions on it, the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, the worst. And the worst. <laughs> we'll fly through the lineup, some of the additions here, and how we think they're doing. I love Hunter Renfro. Love him so far. He's been phenomenal. He's been very He's clutch. Been... He's been very consistent. He's putting the bat on the ball, and the ball's going far. His, his swing is really smooth. The, you can 100% tell it's not Mike Trout, everyone comparing them, because they have different swings. It's not that it's not a good swing. It's just that it's very different. He grips the bat way tighter. He's way more, I don't know how to explain it. It's smooth. Crack off the bat, very nice. Video of him launching that bomb the other day. I don't know. I'm A-plus. liking what I'm yeah. seeing. A plus. That's so happy for him. Uh, any thoughts? I mean, move on. He's good. Uh, I'm excited to see him. No, I haven't no. really watched them, but based on what I'm looking at, based on what you guys are telling me, I'm excited to see him. I'm looking. Drury, on the other hand, yeah. Ooh. And again, uh, spring training. Got to. We got to repeat that because there's some people that don't that don't understand the difference. It's like if you're a major league baseball player, you should just be good all the time. That's not no matter works. what. You're working you're a professional, on shit. Yeah. You know? And uh, in this case, Drury has some more stuff to work out offensively. Just hasn't been there defensively. I haven't really seen that many issues. But uh, the offense, which is why we got him that bat last season, career year. We we really want that to be replicated here this year. Hopefully, it's the same situation with Tyler Anderson, where he's coming off a career year. You want him to keep having that success. So hopefully, we see that from him. What about you, Jacob? How do you feel about it? I just have high hopes, so it's tough to see him struggle. I really think he's going to own that second base spot. He should. Uh, we talked about before, I think it was last season, um, consistency in the lineup, knowing where you're going to hit, knowing where you're going to play. This carousel is is it's not good for guys. Even if they're established in the league, you know you're going to play somewhere. You want to be able to wake up and know, okay, I'm batting fifth and playing second base, which is what I think he should be doing, fifth or sixth. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the lineup stuff a couple episodes down the road, I think. But yeah. I could definitely see him in the meat of the lineup. If Fletcher's starting in second over him, in my opinion, something went something went wrong. So we'll just say that at this point. Um, had to mention this guy, Jake Lamb. Had to bring him up. He's making some good plays at first, and he's hitting some some laser bombs, like not over the fence, but just up the middle, being consistent. Just somebody you had to bring up. He's just noticeable in the games. He's been fantastic on both sides of the field. Love to see it. It from. What the broadcasters have said about him, it looks like he's going to be starting his season off in AAA. But if he keeps producing like he has been in spring training going into AAA, he'll be back up in no time. He'll be right behind Walsh. And that's assuming things work out with Walsh. Walsh yeah. has kind of been not bad, but not good. Not good, it's, not it, bad. It's not the he went to Jared type of Walsh, but hey, again, it's spring training. Yeah. Everyone's still trying to figure their stuff out. He went Something, to the layaway counter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different, but I did notice this last night in some of those mock-up lineups. Last year, Jared Walsh was our cleanup hitter, or or maybe fifth if Rendon was healthy. He's penciled in right now at like seventh. Yeah, he's gonna be at the bottom part of the lineup, which I like because it's like he's we know he can be the, good. The, yeah, we know so. the pop that his bat has. The the downside of him being lower in the lineup is not getting as many at bats or reps. He but, needs to strike out less. But if he's able to produce with those reduced at bats, then it it's going to be a real game changer having him in the bottom part of the lineup instead of just knowing that it's going to be immediate outs. Yep. Fair, fair, fair. Well, she pick it up. Uh, his counterpart at first base and possibly third base, Gio Urshela, former New York Yankee, um, looks good. What we thought, he's solid. Little bit of pop there. Consistent. He's more of an average hitter, I think, batting average. Uh pitch hit, I think would be good. Him or Fletch, kind of later in the game. He's a great guy to have coming off your bench if that's how his role is going to be utilized. I mean, he he's definitely a major league starter, but given the talent that we already have out on the field, that playing time might not be there as much as he as he'd like or as much as we'd like even. But if anybody does go down in the infield, and you have Gio Urshela as your backup, that's one of the best possible scenarios that you could be in. And that's when I'm fine with moving guys around. If it's going to be like, okay, this guy's out for three weeks, we need to make a change. But constantly rotating. Tonight you're at short, tonight you're at second. That's not going to be good. But he's the type of guy that could fill in, I think, third and, and first mostly. Considering up the middle, we're 
strong but spread out. Yeah. We don't have all the eggs in one basket. Let's talk about behind the dish. I'm scared, guys. Hmm. We got our our very young catcher, Logan O'Hoppy, who just hasn't been able to figure it out at the plate. You hate to see it, but it's, it's just the reality. That's what's happening right now. Defensively, he's doing all right. And you also have Max Stassi, who is kind of looking like himself last year, coming into this year healthy, doesn't have the injury affecting him so much, learning a new uh, catching position. Yes. He was used to being on both feet. Now he's transitioning to the one knee, which hopefully will result in more runners throw out, thrown out, maybe better framing. Who knows? I mean... It kind of fell off, didn't it? I, I, I really don't think the defense was... The issue with Max Stassi, I think it was his bat. Yeah, and uh, but now we don't need it to be there as much. That's yeah. the thing. We don't. That's the whole thing. Shortstop, catcher, center field. You don't need those guys to hit if they're elite in the field and you have a solid lineup around them. Now our center fielder can hit a little bit. Shortstop, right now, Renhifo. I think he's solid. He's a big league hitter, switch hitter, power hitter. Catcher, we don't really need somebody that can hit right now. I think solid defense. Communicating well with the pitchers, helping the young pitchers, which I don't think Ohapi should be in there with a young pitcher. It's just kind of leaving it up to chance, I think. Stassi will probably be handling most of those guys. Stassi's catching for Italy. I think he's going to be their main. Their Stassi main guy, actually so. withdrew from Italy. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he backed out. I didn't know yeah. this. Oh, he, my God. He's gosh, still okay. getting uh, that one knee situation figured out. So I did not know this. He's he's staying with us throughout the rest of camp. Ohapi, I. I'm happy that we could look forward to the future and the years of control that we have with him. Maybe he figures something out at the plate. I think defensively he'll be all right. Stassi, though, it, I don't want it to be a, a Jeff Mathis situation where yeah. it's strictly defense and then yeah. we don't we don't see any productivity at the plate. Give me a Mike Napoli situation. Yeah. That'd Give be nice. Por que no los dos? A little throwback. Uh, and, and a little segue, that could be the reason why Kurt Suzuki has been brought back to the organization. Oh, welcome back. As a special assistant to the GM, or as Dwight Schrute would say, assistant GM. But yeah. Assistant to the GM. Kurt Suzuki's back. The Zook Nuke landed a contract to be Perry's special assistant, in quotes. So you know, just beer run for him? A beer run, maybe some... Uh, Donuts? Some under-the-table jobs oh maybe some okay like take this guy out kind of sleight of hand oh little innuendos here and there but yeah he's back uh a lot of angels fans are very upset about that Ah. Um, and i I think that has to do a lot with uh kurt suzuki being on the team for the final years of his career and things not going very well in fact him doing so bad that he got a raise for his final year uh 250,000 right yeah (laughs) oh my god so not a lot of people happy about that. I, I don't think that discredits Kurt Suzuki's baseball knowledge. He could have all the knowledge in the world, just wasn't able to put it out there right. uh, as, you know, being almost a 40-year-old man, you, your body starts to fall apart after playing baseball for so long. Well, it's like when Albert came back. You didn't tell me you don't want him talking to the right-handed hitters in the oh, lineup. Yeah. I mean, come on. So I'm happy about it. I think people need to calm down. He's not going to be on the field. Uh, hopefully yeah. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens if opening day and he's on the field i swear to god i'm walking out uh okay folks uh what do we got oh the other alumni let's talk about them real quick angels doing pretty well bringing back some old players uh one of tyler's favorites i know big john lackey oh man i was close to crying tears of joy when i saw the photo of him out there i just knew he was telling everybody if phil nevin comes out and you feel like you're throwing a good game, feel free to tell him to fuck off. Yeah, just shake no. Two-time World Series champion. Uh, yeah. Love to see him out there. It sucks that Weaver hasn't gotten the spring training invite because we've seen yeah. Torrey Hunter out there, Darren Erstad, Adam Kennedy, but no Jared. And, I mean, these guys are all core Eck. pieces to Angel's pass, you know? Eck was out there, too. Eck was there. They all need to be there. G.A.? Vladdy's been back, of course. I'm okay with GA not being there. Uh, well, I mean, he's been there. If you see I, a fly I, ball, feel free to let it fall. I got a video that I need to share to the mic up the Halo page. Oh, you're serious? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, it's from last season or maybe the season prior. We were walking out from the game, and Garrett Anderson was in the booth, you know, up there. And the oh, really? Behind, oh, GA, GA. And you, sir, are just ripping on this guy. I mean, it's so funny. I've showed you before, I think. It, it's so funny. I got to post it. We got to tag him. It's hilarious. I thought you were you're totally messing with me no. right now, but it, it is starting to come back to me. This must yeah. have been one of those nights where we had um, <laughs> you had your like Hawaiian shirt on, open, just like both arms up on the glass, like that barrier that you know they have right there. You fucking bum! Like you you were giving it to him. You, you were giving it to him. Um, oh man, it was great, and I'm laughing on the video, which kind of ruins it actually. My dumb laugh, but yeah, it was it was a night. Um, I think we lost, of course. But anyway, had to bring that up. So GA, you know, shout out. You're welcome on the pod anytime, GA. Bring him in. <laughs> bring him in. We'll, we'll find a chair for we you. Got a somewhere. lot of stuff to say to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. So bring back Jared Weaver, um, pitching coach. Give him a call. Definitely. Give him a call. All right, let's move to the end of the show here where we like to do some over-unders, or at least I do. I think these are fun. Um, what I'm doing is putting in numbers that I think are about what these players are going to do, or at least my wishful thinking for some of them, or doubtful thinking for others. You know, my bias will come in. And I'm keeping track of what these guys here are saying, and then at the end of the season we're going to see who was closer to, oh, to being better. So we're going to go through this. It'll be three players a week. Um, so it's going to be a lot of numbers, but I'll, I can do the math. I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll hire somebody to help. Uh, we'll start with Jared Walsh. Uh, in the home run category, this was tough for me because I think he's going to hit a lot, but is he going to get it? Yeah, bats is something I thought of, which you just mentioned. I have it at 30 and a half. What? Yeah, I'm going to say under just based off of uh, the good season that he had in 2021 where he was just shy of 30. He got to 29 uh, in Seattle at the end of the season. Basically, he was playing every day, if not playing every day. I don't think he's going to get that amount of games in this year. I think there will be some days where Urshelo's taking over at first or Brandon Drury or who knows, someone else comes up. Jake Lamb might even get some shots there. I don't think he gets over 30. I'm going to I'm gonna say the under. Under. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say under too. Wow, we got no Walsh believers in. All right, Jared. Well, I'm your guy this season. Um Keep it rolling. I love the five panel hats and Rasta music on your way to the stadium. <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep it rolling. I'm I'm a fan. I, I think 30 is not that crazy, but now that I'm thinking about it, you guys have good points too. So we'll, we'll see. That's kind of what I'm so I'll keep under for both of you guys. Now, here's where it gets interesting. thought with the RBIs and stuff, you don't just win a player. Like you can win a category too. So the RBIs, I went a little conservative here. 55 and a half. This one's an easy over- I mean, you're going over if, especially if he's at that bottom part of the order, odds are there's going to be somebody on base, right? Odds are he's going to at least be able to hit a single or a double. And that's going to be able to drive someone home. Definitely going to be over 55 RBI. All right. I'll go over on that one too. Okay. I agree. I kind of made these first couple of weeks a little bit, not easy, but that's fair. I It'll mean, I thought interesting as the year goes on, I thought if you went over on the home runs, it's an easy over on that one. You guys seem to be easy on that one as well, so we'll go both over. Uh, and then I have 120 and a half starts at first base. So this is not DH, which he won't do much. This is not outfield. This one's tricky because uh, I feel like in the outline I saw a note about Walsh potentially being in the outfield, assuming some stuff didn't pan out or if there's some injuries that come about. But fuck it. I'll go with the over for, for Walsh at first base, 120 oh. and a half. So over 120 starts at first. Yeah. Under 30 bombs. Yeah. I sounds think like you, it sounds like you don't believe. Yeah, I, I'm all for going to Jared. <laughs> I'm all for it. Best deals in town. I don't know. Yeah, um, but, I, I get it. I 30 get it. home runs. I mean, like he, he'll have to be an all-star again. He'll have to be an all-star. He'll have to be the Jared Walsh of 2021 who hit 29 home runs that season with regular play. 120 and a half games, though. I'll, I'll take the over at first base, but that might be the exact amount of games that he plays. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. Ivan? I don't know. I don't know, honestly. What did you say? I'll go against it. He said over. Okay. That's So I, you're going to go under. Yeah, I'll go under. If I were going to go one, I'd go under. So I'll I think that's under. good. That's a good, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Which is weird because I'm saying the 30 homers. I don't know how I did these very guys. Very strange. I don't have to actually very make very a pick. kind of a lot, isn't it? I don't have to make a pick. I'd, I'd go that he gets some starts elsewhere, and I just think when he hits, when he gets hits, they're homers. It's like he's not, you know, he's going to be swinging for the fences. Maybe he fixed something. His favorite hits of mine are home runs. So That's what I, I mean. I definitely right? want to see as many of them as possible. I just see those happening. See, we'll see. All right, move on to everybody's favorite, David Fletcher. Interesting, interesting uh, case here. Probably should have saved this one for later. Hundred and a half games started. So is he going to get a hundred, more than a hundred, around a hundred? This one's very situational because one could say injuries. He's definitely getting over a hundred games started. I, I feel like there should be a speculation in this. Will he have a hundred? And I, or I guess you wouldn't be able to apply that here, but will the over of a hundred of these games be with the Angels? Will all of these one hundred games be with the Angels? That's a question that I'll say we'll say it doesn't apply. All right, just for I'm the for, for the then. sake. I'm of going the, under hundred games. Okay, okay. For the sake of it, we'll say it doesn't apply. So if these guys do get traded and Walsh hits twenty nine home runs, or sorry, thirty one home runs, it's still, it's still over. over. Okay, that kind of Fine. method. So hundred and a half games start. So you're saying less than that, he's going to be benched most of the season, basically, or, or a good chunk. I think he'll get eighty to ninety games. In. Okay, but he def he'll and he'll definitely come in later in the game. He he won't miss out on the entire game. Right. But starting, he'll definitely have under 100 games. So he'll get in his my chances, opinion. but just in tough situations, probably late. I'm going under. Thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'll go under two. Got a babe, Ivan. I'll go under. I think with the infield we have, that's <laughs> a fair. It's just too many guys going to be in and out. Here's an interesting one. I have a 325 and a half average. Under. By wow. a lot. Okay. Okay. By at least a hundred. By a hundred. Yeah. No, by eighty. I'll be. I'll be nice. I think he might get it together. I don't by know. By eighty. We need somebody to hit for average. This is by the end of the season, right? Three twenty-five average. Yeah. He's gonna be way under. It's not even gonna be in the three hundreds. If anybody's gonna hit the highest average on the team, it's not gonna be Trout, Fletcher. Fletcher. Probably Trout. Well, maybe. I- maybe Rendon. My favorite player in the world. <laughs> I see him striking out. I don't know. All right. Renfro. It's high. Uh, Renfro. Uh, OPS guy probably more so. I don't know. I. It's high, but it's just what he does, so I put it high. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> under, that's fair. No, under is fair. Under is fair. You're going all under on Fletch anyway. Yeah, especially this yeah, next I'll, one. I'll go, yeah. The next one's interesting. It's interesting because I feel saying, like it's like a season average for him, typically. That's where I was kind of going And they with. usually all come like at, within the same time span in the season. They're usually like within a week to two weeks of each other right? where it all happens, and the rest of the, seasons, the rest of the season is completely null, but go ahead. Five and a half home runs. Under. Easy. David Fletcher's not a power hitter. Not at all. Maybe if he gets traded to New York, he can hit it over the short porch. That's, yeah, dude. Maybe he'll be like a Taylor Ward and just like come out of nowhere. I think it's possible for him to come back and be really decent. I don't know if he'll do the three twenty five five home runs seems obtainable. If he can get on base, I'll be happy. That's yeah. That's all I care about. Billy I, I don't care here. if he hits home runs or not. We have a lot of other folks on the team that can do that instead. Billy, this is David Fletcher. <laughs> okay, Ivan, your quick opinion. We just talked about this a minute ago. <laughs> OPS and batting average, kind of Fletcher's. And- yeah, like, what do you think is uh, is more valuable in your year or two now of watching the game? Do you like guys that hit for average or more the on base slugging? Yeah, me personally, I from what I've uh, realized and understand, I think OPS for me. That's most modern. I think OPS. Take, yeah. it's just, I think OPS just takes more into consideration versus batting average, which I think is pretty limited in what it measures and what you get out of it. Right. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go OPS. Look at our guy. Year in. Already That's... knows the better statistic. I'm on I'm on board. I just am more leaning average means something than most people. Like I say, it means more than most people do because it, it, you shouldn't just throw it out. 
Yeah. No, I'm not saying that you should show it on the list, you know, but you you could have a player that maybe has a very low 200 average, but their OPS is in the eight or nine hundreds. True. True. And that's valuable. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, look, he hits, you know, Joey Gallo or something. All right. Last one. Patrick Sandoval. This is an interesting one. I think this is kind of fair. 20 and a half starts. I'm going to say he goes over. I think Sandy is going to be healthy. He had 27 starts last season, uh, jumping from 17 to 20 from the year before so stoked for that i think he's definitely got it in the bag for over 20 and a half i'd even say he can get to 30 if they stick with that five-man rotation with the once in a while six starter but we'll see we'll see 20 and a half ivan oh wow uh the average hmm. mlb pitcher in a five-man rotation ivan usually gets about 30 or more if they stay healthy all season oh then yeah he should be for sure right yeah, yeah over Taking into account that he hasn't really missed time. So I was thinking, you know. He'll get scratched from a start maybe a couple times in the year, but it's not going to be anything crazy to be completely out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just giving him the benefit of, like, it'll probably be over. Giving him some some breathing room is what I'm trying to say. Uh, 2.75 ERA. Yeah, I I mean, I want to be nice, but 2.75... With that many starts, if you're going over, oh, man, I, I, maybe maybe in the first half, but when when we get to the back half of the season, it, it might trickle up to the three. It might be a high two, might be two nine, but right. I, I, I'm going to say over two seven five. Wishful thinking, I'd love it to be two seven five, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I'm I'm going to say under, just because what I'm looking at from his ERA, it's been getting better every season. So my prediction is he'll have a, his best his best season in his career. Love that. Okay. I like that. Some disagreement. And here's the one that nobody cares about, just like batting average. <laughs> Wins. I have 10 and a half. I'm going to go over. There I don't know go. how much over it'll be. There's definitely going to be a lot of no decisions sprinkled in there just because of the Angels, you know, the bullpen that we're uncertain about with some of the guys that are in there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, but I do think he'll get over 10 and a half wins. There's a lot of wins last year that he should have had that were lost because of the bullpen. So Dude. we'll see if that's able to change this year. But I'm, I'll I'll gamble and say over 10 and a half wins. Sandoval's first injury is going to be from throwing his glove, walking down the stairs, seeing Jaime Berea come in. He's got two runners <laughs> on. That's when he's going to get injured, man. That's what's going to happen. He's going to throw out his shoulder. You're putting who in? He just turns and see, he just gives Phil Evan like the stink eye when he's walking to the showers. Oh man, uh, ten and a half, Ivan. Ten and a half. You know what? I'll I'll go over, man. I'm I'm all in on there Patrick Sandoval. Love that. I'm in for Sandoval too. I think it's kind of a fair assessment here. If he does go over the twenty and a half, um, the ERA might be above two seven five. I agree, but it's still. I mean, three would be would be great. Close to thirty starts, three ERA, three ERA. I'll take that, and the wins would be above there as well. It's one of the best stats that we could ask for from the Angels rotation in the past decade now so fuck it i'll take it i think so all right well just probably wrap it up here yeah man uh once again we are headed to arizona we'll see you all there this weekend friday saturday and sunday four games in three days it'll be it'll be one hell of a time it's gonna be jam-packed if you are going and you are following us tell us say you're going tell us what games and maybe we'll we'll see you there we'll keep you all posted on twitter and uh maybe go live on instagram time or two while we're there have some fun um excited to try out some of that arizona food yeah there's some good shit out there it's kind of not known but there's just different stuff than here that i like to get like to try you know new stuff we're not going to be cooking so yeah just be eating like pigs the whole time it'll be fun Uh, game one on friday royals versus padres at surprise stadium yeah That'll be awesome. Beautiful field. That's that's on Friday. Saturday we got Mexico versus Colombia. The first half of the day with the uh, the headlining USA versus Great Britain game in the evening at Chase Field. Oh, say. And Sunday's kind of a toss up. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to this game yet. It's fifty fifty chance that we might. But Angels versus White Sox at Camelback Ranch. We'll let you all know. We'll let you all know if we're going. I kind of want to lean yes, like we're going to plan on it. Yeah. Because we're going that far. We want to see the Angels at least. Yeah. And they will have some guys. I mean, we'll be missing the big, big boys. But if it's uh, feasible and we're not completely wrecked, 
I think we can try to catch maybe at least the first seven innings of it or something and be be those guys that dip out early. But be a six-hour ride home, and we're all working Monday, right, boys? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, so yeah. We'll see. But it'll be fun. Excited. See you live. Absolutely, dude. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MikeUpTheHalo. Drop a five-star rating if you enjoy the podcast on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're on music now. Yeah, we're on Apple Music. We're back. Now. We have an album. It <laughs> <laughs> finally came out. And we'll see you guys next time. Mike that baby up. Light that baby up. Big fly. Absolutely. Spring training. Here we come. Gooby.